Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Rumblings, Podcast 330. This time I have a bit of a surprise, as I got the Xbox Game Pass for a month for a dollar, and so I played Outer Worlds, and I was also gifted the most recent uh, DLC expansion for Elder Scrolls Online, and though I didn't take any official notes for that, uh, there's a little bit to talk about uh, for that. And then in a final section, I'll wind up rambling a little bit uh, with why I'm probably not going to be continuing with Destiny 2. And that's it for this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. As I mentioned, I got The Outer Worlds on Xbox Game Pass. This is a pass that I believe counts for both Xbox and PC. Uh, If you have Windows 10 and you are updated to the most recent patch, if you aren't, it will take you through the process of patching you uh, up to the current version, because that is the version that the uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC uh, works for. They've actually been trying to do this ever since Windows 8, Uh, It kind of fell by the wayside back then, and it sort of sprung up again recently. Originally, they wanted you to be able to just put in Xbox uh, game discs into the PC, but I guess the hardware and software never quite worked out uh, the way they expected. And so now, as far as I understand it, if you have the Xbox Game Pass uh, and you get a game through the pass, uh, you can play that on PC or Xbox because your game will cloud save, and then you can just pick it up and play it uh, on either uh, system whenever you feel like, uh, and it will save uh, to the cloud. But if you're like me and you haven't uh, yet signed up for the service, they have an offer, which I think is still going on, where your first month is only $1. And they don't have uh, sort of a monthly uh, subscription other than just the one month. You know, some services, it's like, You can sign up for three months or six months or a year all at once. They don't uh, offer that option. So it's just the dollar uh, to play. And there's like 100 games on there. So there's quite a few. And then if you keep it, uh, I don't know how long it's for, but they say there will be sort of an introductory period where it's also just $5 a month. And then the normal price is $10 a month. But if you think about it, you know, $10 a month, even if that was the solid price uh, all year, You know, you play uh, three games and you've easily covered it. These days, even with most games being 60 bucks, you play two games in the whole year uh, and you, you know, pay for that all year, you've still covered it. So it's a really, really amazingly good deal uh, if you don't want to actually outright own the game forever, which probably, I think for most people, uh, just owning the game for a little while is probably fine, especially games like this where it's pretty much exclusively single player. I know a few other games they have on there, like Gears 5, uh, you know, has multiplayer components. But, you know, usually the crowd sort of goes with whatever's new, and once something gets old, you know, nobody kind of plays it anymore. But enough uh, rambling about Xbox Game Pass. 
Outer Worlds feels to me kind of like a total conversion of Fallout New Vegas with Mass Effect style companions and sort of a new school perk system thrown in on top of that. It is very much classified as what people are calling an RPG shooter, which means it's focusing more on dialogue and options and sort of skills that you pick over things like really amazing gunplay. That's not to say the gunplay is terrible. It's just if I wanted to play, uh, you know, an actual shooter, this would not at all be the kind of game I would jump to opposed to, you know, something that says we are, you know, fully a shooter first. Also, these RPG shooter kind of games tend to have a leveling system, and typically, you know, pure shooters don't have uh, levels. The music is really great, but it seems really sparse because it seems to have just a few common tracks it uses over and over. Typically, there's like one for combat, and then there's one for sort of the planet you're currently on. So it pretty much cycles through a couple of songs and you just get really used to them really quickly. But the music is good. It doesn't feel, you know, overly um, in your face or intrusive at any point. There is tons of dialogue. All of the NPCs are fully voiced. The player has no voice, which is kind of weird to see in a game that has fully voiced NPCs. But I get it. Uh, developers do that for a number of reasons. And so, you know, I get it. It's okay. As I mentioned, there is a leveling system, and along with it, uh, games like this typically have sort of a leveling curve because most areas are sort of level-based, and so as you out-level an area, it gets easier and easier. By level 10, things were starting to feel a little bit easy, and by level 15, everything was almost too easy. And if you played any RPG shooter before, you know, you're used to this kind of system. Fallout has this kind of system, Skyrim has this kind of system. They both have sort of that leveling curve where it's difficult and then it gets easier and then at some point everything becomes kind of too easy. And that's just how these tend to go. I would say to me the game feels more like a series of just a bunch of fetch quests the NPCs are asking you to do. It doesn't feel overly epic because there are so many side quests coming at you sort of all the time. I guess that is sort of the appeal of this kind of game, but to me, it just felt like so much of my time was spent on side quests as opposed to sort of the main storyline. According to my save game, it took me 24 hours to complete. I know quite a few people who have been playing through it, and there are all kinds of different ports uh, as to playtime. Typically, it runs between 20 and 30 hours. I've heard some people spend... Uh, way more time playing the game. I played in a mode where I could sort of fast travel, and after about the first 10 hours, I got kind of bored with just walking everywhere, so I started fast traveling and skipping over areas I'd been to before quite a bit. So maybe that's why uh, my playthrough was a little bit quicker than others. But as I said, it took me about 24 hours uh, to get through it. I did play it on normal because I wanted to be sure, you know, I got through it in my one month time. Even though, you know, five bucks for a second month would be totally worth it. Uh, you know, I don't have that spare five dollars right now. I don't know if this is due to the Xbox Game Pass or the way they created the game, but online and offline saving is problematic. With other services of this type, usually you can play online and offline and it doesn't matter. Uh, it will update the game automatically. 
but for some reason, the game wanted to keep them completely separate. I started playing uh, while I was online, and then when I was offline, I found the game didn't see my save at all, so I had to start over. And then if I went back online, uh, the reverse would happen. It wouldn't see my offline created game. So it's in this weird spot that if you want to play through and you might be offline at some point, you 100% uh, have to play offline from you know the beginning to, to whenever it is you finish your game. I did find sort of a workaround to copy the offline save games uh, into, I guess, where it stores the online save game profiles. And so at the end of my playthrough, I, I copied it over, uh, and then I went online, and then I loaded that, and then I updated all of my achievements. But it's not smooth like the other services like Steam or Epic or Uplay or any of the other, you know, sort of major services where you have a game. Uh, that is offline or online, it didn't work for some reason. Like I said, hopefully this is a limitation with the Xbox uh, Game Pass being uh, sort of a beta app. Maybe they will get a lot of feedback about it. I know when I looked at the uh, comments, I did see quite a few comments about it. So hopefully they'll clear that up uh, in the future uh, with upcoming games. If you like RPG-style shooters, I would highly recommend this. Uh, definitely on Xbox Game Pass. It's absolutely worth it. I would say if you were going to pay a price for it, I would say it's absolutely worth about 30 or $40. At the current uh, full price of 60 I really don't know if it's worth it unless you're really into RPG shooters. If you're like me and you're going to play once, and then you're pretty much like, yeah, I've seen all the quests. I'm pretty much done, even though I know uh, they could go different ways or I could have... Uh, different playthroughs, you know, you could shoot everyone in the face and just not do any quests, I assume. But, you know, I'm I'm just not that into it. I've played it once, and I'm good. I don't really feel compelled to play through it again. And as part of that, I would say replayability is probably moderate. I wouldn't say it's got a lot of replayability, because like I said, most of it is quest-based. So once you do it, you know pretty much how the quests are going to go. You could answer uh, different answers and get different responses. But overall, those are really extremely minimal uh, differences, I think. A lot of it's just going to cycle back to, you know, where the quest wants you to go. But there are a few places where you could uh, turn out and have a different outcome. So if you were really into that, uh, go for it. If not, uh, like me, if I played through it again, I would know 100% what's coming, and it wouldn't be anywhere near as exciting because I've already done all those quests. But like I said, if you are into RPG shooters, uh, it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you get it on the Xbox Game Pass or uh, another kind of pass service where you're just sort of renting the game. Absolutely worth your time. As I mentioned, somebody gifted the Elder Scrolls Online Dragonhold DLC to me, aka Southern Elsewhere. 
uh, is probably what everybody's going to call it, because that's the zone that you get with it. I don't have any sort of official notes uh, for talking about it, so this is all just going to be sort of off the top of my head. The graphics, as always, are really beautiful. It does have a lot of details, so it's sort of a more compact area, but has a lot more uh, sort of packed into the smaller space. I'm sure the zone is just as big as northern elsewhere, but it feels smaller because it's really tightly packed in. There's a lot more ruins, there's a lot more hills, there's sort of a lot more uh, going on to get your attention. There's not a lot of areas where you can see for really long distances. I don't know if that's a limitation they put in uh, for consoles, because they do make the game for consoles as well. Seems unusual, because there are a lot of zones where you can see quite a bit further. But it does look really nice. The music is really good. I did notice in Northern Elsewhere, uh, there's a bar sort of near the crafting area. And I noticed she actually had some new songs, which was kind of interesting to see. This DLC focuses on the quest line uh, that started with the base elsewhere uh, story about the dragons and what's going on with the dragons that escaped and how they're tearing across elsewhere and causing all kind of havoc. I would say it probably didn't take me too long to complete the main storyline. I think probably about 10 hours uh, would be fair to say that it took me to complete it all. There were some side quests, but I guess not as many as in other areas. This is only a DLC, so those tend to be uh, a fair bit smaller. I did have a really good time with it. Of course, there are things I haven't completed yet. Uh, I'm still working on getting the motif, uh, which is uh, how your stuff looks when you craft it. And I am still working on uh, the collection thing, because ever since uh, they started doing DLC, they all have... Uh, these sort of collections that you go and you get these special things and then you get sort of this collectible. Uh, usually it's something uh, to put in your home. Need to work on that uh, and get that done. So there's still quite a bit uh, left for me to do. But if you are interested in the Elder Scrolls Online Elsewhere storyline, I would highly recommend it. I don't know if it's quite worth 20 bucks. A lot of the DLC stuff, it's, you know, kind of hard to judge the value. Like, with the previous one, it was a couple of dungeons, and a lot of people say, oh, that's definitely not worth it. But I mean, you're talking about a dungeon that you would run, you know, over and over and over and over. And here you're talking about, uh, you know, story quests. And if you're into story quests, you know, they're very interesting. They tell the story. So it depends. You know, a lot of times the DLC will go on sale as well. But I liked it quite a bit. You know, 20 bucks isn't super terrible uh, for 10 base game hours and then... I, you know, a bit more play on top of that. By the time I get all of the things, I'll probably easily play 30 or 40 hours. But if you're into Elder Scrolls Online, I highly recommend it. So as I mentioned, I'll just talk uh, very briefly about why I'm probably not going to be playing Destiny 2 uh, all that much anymore, if at all. I have again sort of hit that soft cap of 
I think just over 960 light. I think I'm like 962. And once you hit that point, you need uh, drops that are labeled as, I think, uh, pinnacle gear. And for somebody who is a free-to-play player like me, and somebody who is solo, you know, I don't have anybody to group with, pretty much there are uh, zero drops for pinnacle gear that I can get. There were, I think, three I got during Iron Banner, but now that Iron Banner is gone, uh, there are no sources of pinnacle gear for me. And that is because they don't matchmake for the activities uh, to do that. Like one of the sources is get 100,000 points uh, in the Nightfall Weekly, and then uh, you'll get one. But there's no matchmaking for that, so there's no way uh, you can solo that. You either have to have friends or, you know, go online and maybe find a place that has, you know, an LFG forum to ask for groupmates. Or, you know, if I wanted to shell out the money for Shadowkeep, there are apparently two activities uh, that can drop those. But again, uh, those are not matchmade activities. So even if I did unlock them, I still wouldn't have a way to uh, do matchmaking for them. And of course, there's raids. Those are also not matchmade. So I am basically just stuck. Um, I could keep grinding uh, 30 to 40 hours a week if I wanted to get you know that one sort of uh, random exotic from Azur each week. But it's like, why would I do that? There's There's no point. It's not going to be a higher light level. And even if it is something new, I have no way to raise it up in light level. Everybody's just going to continually get further and further ahead of me. So I don't know. I don't see uh, it being worth spending that much time uh, to grind to get a random exotic. Especially when I really won't have any way outside of uh, super rare special events to get higher light level. So I don't know. I might still play uh, for a little bit because... You know, I do like shooters, and I don't currently have any other shooter I'm playing. But since my discovery of this uh, almost a week ago, I've had uh, basically zero urge to play. I think I played like half an hour uh, yesterday, and then I was like, well, that's good. I'm done. You know, I don't want to keep grinding. There's just not enough gain uh, for how much I'm grinding. I figure at this point I will keep it installed until we hear what the next uh, season will be, quote-unquote. Because that's supposed to happen sometime either in December or I think early January. But I don't know, I have my doubts because they haven't said anything about it. It's like, guys, your thing's like a month and a half from now. Why haven't you talked about it at all? So I'm very hesitant to believe uh, anything will improve on that. And even if it did, it would again be uh, something I would have to pay, you know, at least 20 bucks for uh, to do it. And then again, you know, I expect there'd only be like one or two sources of uh, getting better gear, and at the rate I would be getting the better gear and getting higher, you know, power gain would be, again, just way too slow in terms of the uh, time involved uh, to get it. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see for sure uh, what happens uh, in the future. From the newsroom. The only thing to talk about in the news this time, as far as I can think of, is that by the time you are listening to this, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will be out. I've had some interest in it. I've heard uh, mixed reviews about it. I've heard some people saying it's kind of more Souls-like uh, than not. 
which I tend to not really be interested in that kind of game. So I don't know, if that's true, I probably wouldn't be interested in it. If it's not, uh, I might be. It looks pretty interesting. I haven't played a Star Wars game in forever. I can't even remember the last one I played. I have vague memories where I could sort of describe some of the scenes, but I have no idea which game it was. So I probably won't talk about it. Uh, you know, as always, uh, go to the YouTubes, to your favorite reviewer, and I'm sure uh, they will talk all about it. And that's it for the news. I'm not doing uh, too great lately, either physically or emotionally, or I guess even uh, financially. Probably all of those are uh, tied in together. My money is uh, basically out. I still have a little bit saved for the very important things like the uh, yearly internet bill coming up. And I have uh, some money saved to pay for the next quarter of school. But I haven't uh, been able to get the November uh, car insurance paid, so that's, you know, half a month late by the time you hear this, which means it's also, you know, half a month till the next one is due. So I might need to drain uh, some of the money for that, which would be extremely terrible, because those are, you know, both really important bills uh, I need to pay, and I haven't paid them because, you know, I don't really have enough uh, to cover both. I have enough, you know, for school, and then I think it was about half of the internet bill. But if I have to take any money away from that, that puts me even further from both of those. So that's really uh, terrible and worrisome and sad. In addition to, you know, all the regular things like gas that is, you know, a weekly thing, just a few uh, dollars, you know, seven or eight dollars a week. But, you know, that adds up. So I'm very uh, sad and worried about all of that, which I don't know if that's contributed to my getting sick, but I feel pretty sick a lot of the time. A little dizzy, uh, a lot of headaches, uh, maybe fever, I'm not sure. Maybe chills uh, at time, depending. A lot of congestion and sneezing the past few days. So maybe it's a cold, uh, maybe it's stress, maybe it's a combination of all of the above. So that's, uh, you know, not the best. So any help uh, and donations, uh, as always, are greatly appreciated. And uh, these days, uh, more needed than ever. But all I can do is try and hang on, and hopefully I will make it through uh, until help and donations do come. But I guess that's it uh, for this time. I don't know what I'll talk about uh, next time. Maybe I'll get something else uh, on the Xbox Game Pass uh, that's worth talking about. I still have it for about a week and a half. Uh, I downloaded something. Uh, I don't know if I'll talk about it or not. I guess we'll see. Oh, I think... Uh, Turkey Day will probably be coming up uh, between this podcast and next podcast. So, happy Turkey Day to everybody, uh, if one doesn't come out before then, which I don't think it will. So, happy Turkey Day, but hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye.
But if you are interested in the Elder Scrolls Online Elsewhere storyline, uh, I would highly recommend. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit dot com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2019.